Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome back. A good morning, a good talk. Um, pleasure being here with Eulam for our Sunday morning breakfast, learn, coffee, mezainas, chavrusa, and uh, discussion program. And last week we wrapped up the halachas of Kibbutz of Aim. We spent uh, a whole bunch of weeks going through Kibbutz of Aim, discovering uh, nuances and uh, details and uh, you know, how much... It covers all the different sugis and discussions we had in Kibbutz Avayim this week. Mir Hashem, Baruch Hashem. We are embarking on a new section here in Halach and Shulchan Aruch. We're beginning Hilchus Talmud Torah, Reish Membav. Reish Membav, we're going to be going through the Halachas of Talmud Torah. So just as a matter of preface, preface over here, Hilchus Talmud Torah, very exciting subject to be learning, the Torah about Torah, right? The Halachas about Halachas. Um, we know, of course, we say this every single morning, Talmud Torah connected Kulam. The mitzvah Talmud Torah is one that's equal to all other mitzvahs. Uh, we always put Talmud Torah on a pedestal. It's at the pinnacle there of Tariyag mitzvahs. And um, just to appreciate that, appreciate what our job is and, 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 and uh, the, the sukkahs that we're learning right now and the halachas that we're going to be exploring. So first of all, there's a famous Rav Sajigayin, we've quoted this before in the past in different, different settings in different places, but Rav Sajigayin writes that Torah is unique in, in establishing Klai Yisrael's Klai Yisrael. Whereas, says Rav Sajigayin, what defines any other nation as a nation is their nationality, uh, where they live, their language that they speak. By the Yidden, we don't have such a thing. We've gone from country to country to country to country over the last 2,000 years, We've spoken all kinds of languages. We speak, still speak all kinds of languages. So our identity can't come from where we live. Our identity as a nation can't come from the languages we speak, even though that is what defines other nationalities. Our national identity comes from the Torah and nothing else. It's the Torah which has, in fact, kept Klai Yisrael as a distinct nation throughout the long, long, dark, dark Golas. And that's why you find other nations come and go. All they have is either a place where they live, you know, specific, particular country, particular language, and that's it. When, when they get sent into exile, they get <coughs> subsumed into wherever they go. They become part of that country. They adopt that language, those customs, that, those practices. Whereas Klai Yisrael, we have Torah. That's ultimately our identity as, um, as, as, a, as a nation comes from the Torah. Um, <clears> That's <throat> why we put such a, one of the reasons, such a, an emphasis is put on Talmud Torah. Um, but it has to go beyond that. We see the schar of Talmud Torah. Is, is so much greater than everything else. Talmud Torah connected kulam. So it's true that that's what maintains us as, as a nation. It's true that that's what's, um, uh, you know, kept us going for 2,000 years plus and beyond. Um, what's this idea that, you know, the schar, we know every mitzvah is precious. Every mitzvah is a connection to HaKadosh Baruch. Every mitzvah has its, has its holiness, has its sparks. Why is it specifically, aside from the fact that the Torah is what, what is that, that lifeline that keeps us going, what, what is this special property of Torah that's connected kulam? So there's, there's a lot that can be said over here, but one, just one basic idea to latch onto as uh, we begin the halachas over here and understanding the difference between Talmud Torah, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, why that's so um, up and above, way beyond all the other mitzvahs. One would you know, would ask that all 613 mitzvahs should seem to be equal. They're all coming from the Rebbeinu Shalom. Why is Tam Torah greater than Yeshiva Sukkah, Hanukkah Tfilin, Levisha Tzitzis, 
keeping kosher. Why, why is it the Talmud Torah is connected kulam? Connected kulam. So a, a nice muscle for this is that there is there is a fundamental difference between the myths of learning Torah and all other myths. The mamish a fundamental difference. And an analogy can be you know uh, can be can be uh, presented in understanding appreciating the difference along the following lines. Like let's say you have a, a CEO of a big corporation. You have this big CEO, huge corporation. And um, if you're a successful CEO of a successful corporation, you have a corporation that's lots and lots and lots of different departments. This corporation has to have their legal department that deals with their legal issues. They have to have their advertising. They have to have their, you know, the, the planning, strategic planning. They have to fi finance departments. They have to have Tons and tons of departments, and all those departments have to be run, <coughs> micromanaged, uh, delegated, you have workers in each specific department, each one is doing his thing, and the whole company comes together this is, as a successful company when, when you have each department uh, that's specializing in, in, in their specialty. If the finance department tries taking care of the advertising, the advertising tries taking care of the legal issues, the whole thing will break down. You have to, each department has to focus on something very specific. Okay, so someone gets a job in, in, in the advertising part of this company, in the financial part of the company, in, in the legal part of the company, in the strategic development part of the co company. So he does his job very, very well, and that's how he's keeping the company going, by doing that one specific job, specializing over there. But that one guy, let's say there's one guy that is able to get an audience with the CEO himself. You know, you have the CEO who's at the top of the whole company, and the CEO has to have occasional meetings with everyone, you know, has to give direction to this department, this department, the other department, all these different departments that come together to keep the company running smoothly. But the CEO keeps everything in his head. He knows exactly, you know, what the legal department, what their direction should be, the finance department, advertising, etc. So let's say you get an audience with the CEO himself, and you're sitting with the CEO, and the CEO sees you as someone that can be groomed to take over, someone that can take over the whole company. The CEO is very excited to see you. He sees talent, he sees potential, he sees someone that is able to do more than just work in this department, that department, the other department. Here's someone who can really wrap his head around the entire company and get into the kishkas of every single department, appreciate how all those departments come together. So you get an audience, audience with the CEO, and he shares with you not just, you know, specifically what the legal department does and what this department does, what the other department does. He shares with you his vision, his plan for the entire company, what the entire company is supposed to do, and what's going on behind the scenes in all those departments and how all those departments are necessary, needed, and all come together for one vision, one idea, and, 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 and uh, one successful company. That is essentially the difference between Talmud Torah and, all, and, and, and mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are, of course, there are numerous mitzvahs, 613 mitzvahs, that are done down here to bring out a specific job, a specific tikkun. Of course, wearing tefillin does something specific for the universe. And wearing tzitzis does something specific for the universe. And keeping kosher does something specific for the universe. And when I specialize in tzitzis, I do tzitzis with the right kavanas, I'm specializing in tzitzis, I bring tzitzis kedusha down to the universe. And I specialize, I do ta'la, the kashrus, shabbos, very, very, very carefully, I'm bringing that down into the universe. All the misses are different departments. What Torah is, Talmud Torah, is getting, so to speak, into the mind of the CEO of the Rebbeinu himself and seeing what the greater plan is and the kishkas, the behind the scenes, behind every single mitzvah, how all those mitzvahs integrate and not just specializing in a department, but knowing the greater plan of where all those departments are going and what the point of it all is and, and the behind the scenes. The plan, the master plan, and the integration of the plan. That's Talmud Torah, is getting into the, 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 the uh, 
office of the CEO, getting behind the desk of the CEO, and so to speak, getting into the headspace of the CEO himself. That's the rebuying the shalalim, the behind the scenes of how everything comes together. Every mitzvah is a specialty, is a department down here. Talmud Torah is the behind the scenes of all those mitzvahs, how it all integrates and, and, and comes together for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's master plan. So that's why Talmud Torah connected Kulam. That's, that's the Lush, maybe Hasidic Shavar almost, but it's Emes. Talmud Torah connected Kulam, Talmud Torah is connected, every single mitzvah has Talmud Torah behind it, and every mitzvah is, is, is a, is a uh, you know, manifestation down here of some department, some, some specialty that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, that, uh, which we need all of them together, but Tam Torah Kulam, Torah is the behind the scenes, behind everything, is getting into the headspace, getting to the shoes, and the office of the Rebbeinu himself, the grand CEO. So that's why we always put such a, a chavivus on Torah, and such a, uh, such a weight, such a priority is given to Talmud Torah, because it's the behind the scenes of every single mitzvah, and it's the getting into HaKadosh Baruch Hu's own private office, and getting that audience and, and, and time and, and, and grooming from the CEO himself. Okay, um, as far as the, the specific halachas go over here, so the Mechaber starts off, um, um, almost uh, contradicting himself, and, and, and just in the very first three lines over here, we see maybe... Um, a, 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 uh, an idea that comes out of something that would otherwise be a contradiction that gives us a nice approach to the practicalities in learning, the practicalities in Talmud Torah. The Mechaber starts off by, with, with, with the following, Kol Ish Yisrael Chayv Talmud Torah. Everybody in Klaiswa is Chayv to learn. Bein Ani, Bein Asher, Bein Shalim, Begufai, Bein Bal Yisurim, Bein Bochir, Bein Zaken, Gadol. Everybody is Chayv in Talmud Torah. Whether you're rich or poor, whether you're, 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 you're happy or sad, whether you're Suffering or Baruch Hashem not old or young. Even if you're married with kids, you have a chiv tamba Torah. And he goes on to say, Even if you have to go and panhandle for a living, you have to snore. Even if you're married with kids, you're still obligated. To establish a time for yourself to learn day and night, as it's written, Valgiza Bayam of Alaila. So the, the, the Mechaber starts off by saying, Everybody's chive to learn. And then he says, that even if you're very busy, even if you're busy the whole day running around trying to, trying to beg for money, begging for your parnasa, you're married with a lot of kids, you have a lot of responsibilities, you're chive to be kaiveya, time to learn by day and by night. So what exactly is the chiv? What's, what's, the, what's the definition of the obligation of learning? The learning, he starts off in a very open, ambiguous, undefined way. You're chayv to learn. You're chayv to learn. Chayv v'talmat Torah. Then he wraps up this, this paragraph by saying, even if you're busy, very busy, you're chayv to learn at night and by day. By day and by night to be l'kvoy to aloizman. Be, uh, what exactly is the chiv? So, so the, what the Mechaber is really alluding to over here is that there's two levels to the chiv. Let's start off with that, and, and the, uh, the Shla says a very, very fascinating idea when it comes to understanding the Chiv of Talmud Torah. The Shla says that really the Chiv of Talmud Torah is, is what? What do we learn? You should meditate over it, study it day and night. So day and night means round the clock. That's what day and night means. Day and night means it's either every, it's always either daytime or nighttime. Right, right now it's daytime. 
A few hours it'll be nighttime. A few hours after that it'll be daytime. It'll be nighttime and daytime and nighttime. It's either day or night always. But it's either one or the other. It's always day or night. So if the Torah says, well, you should study the Torah day and night, the Torah is saying, your chiv is to constantly be learning Torah around the clock. The baseline chiv, the default chiv of Tam Torah is you have to constantly be learning. That's the chiv of Tam Torah. Be always learning, be constantly learning. Now, that's not so passable always, not so shaykh. We have to go to sleep, we have to eat, we, we uh, you know... Um, we have parnasses we have to take care of. We have a job. We have to go out to our job. We have to do carpools. We have to go shopping. So it's not physically possible, really, to be learning around the clock because of all these things that are on our plate. Nevertheless, says the Shla, yeah, but the way we look at it is whenever I don't need to shop, whenever I don't need to eat, whenever I don't need to sleep, whenever I don't need to go to work, the default is I'm chayv to learn. I'm chayv to learn unless I have something absolutely necessary that's taking me out of the base medish. Otherwise, I'm chayv to learn. So that's the default chiv of Tamatar, which the Mechaber opens off with. Kol Every member of Klai is chayv to learn. Um, and that, that's open-ended. That's left a- ambiguous and open-ended because that is the default chiv. You're chayv to learn around the clock. If you have a spare second on your hands that, you're, that you, doesn't need to be taken up by any shibudim, any, any, uh, you know, any, 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 any of the um, requisite... Uh, chores, jobs, uh, occupations that a person is busy with, if you have a spare second that's not occupied with anything else, you have a chiv tamal tayra. That's the baseline default chiv for every single Jew. So it said differently, I'm always chiv and learning unless I have a good reason why I can't learn right now. So the Chabra goes on to say that even if you're even if you're be kaveya time, establish a time to learn at day and night. So what does that mean? What does the mean? I'm chayv to establish a time for my learning. If the baseline chayv, the default is, whenever I don't have an ex- a good excuse not to learn, I'm chayv to learn, because that's the starting point. The default is I'm chayv to learn unless I have a good reason why I should be, dispen- have a dispensation. So why is the mechaber, what does it mean? It goes on to say that you have to be kaveya ace. And, and, and we know this, with the kvias item, you know, it's, aside from like a, a line on a shidduch resume, being kavei item is not just something that they introduced and made up for the shidduchim, for shidduch resumes. Is he kavei item? Is he kavei item? That comes from the Gemara. The Gemara in Shabbos says that one of the things that they're going to ask you in Shemaim after under 20 is kavati item latar, where you kaveya item. Kaveya. So there's a difficulty over here. If I'm chayv to learn whenever I'm able to, what does it mean to be kaveya itim? Kavati itim. There's no such thing as being kaveya, establishing a time. Whenever I don't have anything that I need to take care of, whenever I'm not going to work, whenever I'm not driving carpool, whenever I'm not having supper, I'm chayv to learn. So what's kavati itim latayr? What's this kviyas itim? What's the mechaber talking about? You're chayv to be kaveya ace. So the shlon and others say like this, the, 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 the mahalach of Tamatar is, again, the default is of the Hagisa Bayam Valailo is the Torah is telling you, Be'etzim, every year is chayv to be learning around the clock. You have to learn around the clock. Every time I have a spare minute, what kicks in is the Mechiv Tamatar. We know that's not so practical for most people. No, most people, again, have jobs, they have tirdis, they have, uh, they have, they have, they have uh, routines, that are taking them out of the base medrash, shibudim that are making it that are making it impractical and impossible really to learn around the clock. 
And we can't really expect every year to be learning every second around the clock. And not only that, being that we have routines and being that we have jobs and running from here to there and to the other, to say that I'm running around with a packet mishnais, I'm always carrying around a packet mishnais, a packet mishnabur, a packet kitzah a packet mishnah sharm, and every time I have a spare second, I'm opening it up because of the, 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 that's my default chiv. That's also very impractical. You know, that, that doesn't work well. You just as everyone, anyone knows, you know, to get to, to learn, it takes time just to get your head into the sugya. And then after that, you need a little bit of quality time to appreciate the fact that you got to. You can't just open up a Mishnah Bururo, open up a Gemara, open up a packet chas, and get, continue exactly where you left off. Being that we are human beings with routines and jobs and chores and things that we have to take care of, it's impractical, and it's understood that it's impractical that every time I have 15 seconds, 20 seconds, and I, 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 I'm driving somewhere, I have a red light. What do you do with the red light? You have to wait 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Okay, so shift into park and take out the Mishnah Right? That's, it's, that's the Atzichiv. It's very impractical. Being that it's understood that it's impractical to, to, to have a, an involvement in Talmud that way, a second level of Agizabayam Valayla is Kfias Itim. That L'chala Pachas, a person has to be respons- responsible in managing his connection to Talmud so a secondary level of Gisa Bayam Valayla is constancy. Constancy and, 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 and continuity and continuousness. A continuous, constant connection to learning. And that's a second level in Gisa Bayam Valayla. So the primary level of Gisa Bayam Valayla is uh, you know, unless you have a good hatter, you have to learn right now. Right now, you have to learn unless you have a good hatter. The second level is to make sure, to, to ensure that we have a constant, ongoing t- connection to learning. And in, 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 a, in, a, in a significant way. And that's kviyas itim biyoyim uvalayla, on a daily basis. On a daily basis, not only a daily basis, the secondary level of yigizabayim uvalayla is twice a day. So a yid has to make sure that at least twice every day he has an ongoing connection, an ongoing <laughs> learning session, so he's constantly connected to Talmud Torah. That, so that's the whole word of kviyas itim. Kviyas itim is that there should be a guarantee and it should be worked into the system that, uh, that, uh, that, 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 that every single Jew has twice a day a responsible uh, and, and, and um, constant, ongoing kesher with Talmud Torah. So that's the whole idea of kavati itim Torah. Because we know that it's impractical that every time you have three seconds on your hands, you're going to whip out the Gemara, whip, whip out the Mishabruah. Our minds don't work that way. Learning doesn't work that way. So those who are from the Asar Batlanim, Kailu Yungalite, they have no excuse. They don't have carpools to drive. They don't have, you know, Shibudim, they don't have anything to take care of. Kailu Yungalite, Avada, they're being the primary level. They're sitting and learning round the clock, round the clock every single second of the day. But those who are not, you know, past their Kailu years, who are not privileged to be in that world of the Kailu anymore, who can't say that, you know, I have nothing to do with my life but sit and learn, I'm learning around the clock. We have the secondary chiv that within Valgisa Biyam Valayla as well is a mechaiv to be responsible, to be constantly involved, and that means twice a day with kvias. And that being said, we. we it's also mechaiv, right? In Valgisa Biyam Valayla, there's two levels. They're both there in Valgisa Biyam Valayla. Yes. See, he, you're right. He's only quoting the Pasuk for the second one. But the, the, the Shlach says that you see even... even. Well, e- the opposite of that. It's clearly the opposite of 
Možda zato zna tako, možda zato zna tako šlo. Kaže, the term will never be meant for me, but this is where Lila uvijek bih šlo v šaku, sem se bil tu v šaku, da bi jala se tako tako. Še to se hrbate icem na tere izdehi. This is not here, it's not second or first or third. And it's still there in the passage. Kavate icem na tere. How do we know this? Va gi se bojo molaj. So there's no levels in Shulchanoro. He starts off by saying, Chai B'tam Torah. Chai B'tam Torah. Chai B'tam Torah. That's also the Chiv. That's also the Chiv. He says, you're being Mekayim. Shonemar. He doesn't say this is. No, no, no. Look. Afilo Ani. Look who he's talking about. Afilo Ani. I'm a Chazar al-Psachim. Afilo Ba'al Yishubanim. Right. Afilu. That's going on the Afilu. It's going on the Afilu. It's one long sentence. Afilu ani amechazar b'sachem. Afilu ba'al ishubana, who have no time on their hands. They're still chayiv. That's right. But where do you see in the mechaber that that's the only thing that you see in v'agisa? Where do you say that's the only thing? If I would tell you... What's that? Revel Yubek. If I would tell you... Listen, there's no. If I would tell you that there's a dozen other drushes we make from Vegisa Bayim Valaila, you have a, a rifle from the Mechaber, not like that? Where's the Mechaber say that's the only thing? No, where's the Mechaber say that's the only thing that we see in Vegisa? If I can't, with the Gemara and Kedushin, the Chachmas Chitoyis, we'll be getting to that, right? Can you learn Chachmas Yavanis? So, what does the Gemara say? You know the Gemara? What does the Gemara say? No, what does the Gemara say? Are you allowed to learn Chachmas Yavanis? The Gemara says, what? The Gemara says you can't. Why? The Gemara brings this pasuk then. Valgisa ba yom The Gemara says, find me a time that's not yom v'lailo. So it's clear in the Gemara that there's an understanding of yizgu ba yom v'lailo means around the clock. Because if it just meant kviyas itim, so we know my kviyas itim is eight o'clock to nine o'clock p.m. and six to seven o'clock a.m. No, I'm just showing you from this Gemara that you see that Gisa Bayim Valayla has a, a primary way of understanding that means around the clock. The Gemara understands it this way. Because the Gemara is saying, you know, uh, whatever the Lushan is, Timsali, Zaman Shit, Shaloyim Valayla, right? Find a, that's not the exact Lushan, but that's Be'erch the Lushan over there. Get a time that's not daytime and not nighttime, and that's when you can learn Chachmas Yavanis. But you see, so you see from the Gemara that the Pashup Shah the Pasuk means around the clock. The Mechaber is not saying that there's no other understanding. He's saying even the guy who has no time in his hands, L'chalapachas, he has to be Kvei Eis, he has to make Kvei Eidim, Shanemar Valgisit Vayim Valayla. But you don't see anywhere in the Mechaber that there's no other Pashat in the Pasuk. He's saying that is the Mechaber for the guy who's very busy. That's the Mechaber for the guy who's very busy. Afilu! He says Afilu! Afilu, even the guy who doesn't have any time. Well, let's go on. It's okay if we go on? Yeah? Okay. We can, we, can, we can continue this later. I just, I just want to keep things moving over here. Um, so, al uh, Alkopanim. But that's where the idea of, of being Kaveh Eis comes in, being kvi, making Kaveh Eitim. And, and just let the, the Mechaber actually says also in Archaim, you see this idea of, of Kaveh Eitim, um, which again, everyone has to be Kaveh Eis. Everyone. Even if you, you feel you're someone who's learning around the clock, because who exactly do we have anymore that's learning around the clock? I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, we talked, I talked about Kaila guys earlier, and I'm sure there must be some Kaila guys that are learning around the clock. But everyone has, everyone's busy. These, uh, the summer's in community Kaila, this is true. They're definitely learning around the clock. Every spare second that they have, that's not. The Kaila guys? Yeah, because they're getting paid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was Yoitzin because I was always learning more than 
Right, 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 right. It's true, they still talk about that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the, let's just read uh, the, the, the Mechabi here in Erechaim, uh, in Kufnan Hay. He says, mi beis When a person's done davening shachras in the morning, go to the base medrash. Very often, you know, Baruch Hashem, the base knesses is the base medrash. Vikva eis lilmoid. Again, kaveh, yikva eis lilmoid. He says over here, have a kviyas time to learn. V'tzarach she'oisa eis ye kavua. Such an emphasis over here on kavua. Even if a great deal comes up that day, that morning, you shut your phone off. That's what it means to have a kviyas ace. And the Ramaz says, We'll get there in a moment. The Mechaber, I mean the Ramah, talks about not just kviyas ace, but kviyas makam. You should have a time kavu for your learning. You should have a makam kavu for your learning. A, a time that you always learn and a place that you always learn in that you don't, um, you know, that, that you, that's a, which is a non-negotiable. Kviyas ace and a kviyas makam. So the idea is, again, that there has to be a guarantee. There has to be, um, even though the primary chiv is every spare second, that you don't have a head to not to learn, you have to learn. But in terms of practicalities, in terms of ensuring that a yid is constantly connected to Talmud Torah, the secondary chiv is, you have to have a time that, that's a non-negotiable. Time that can't be canceled in the morning and at night. And, take, and, and, and every year it has to have such a Every year is so important. And, and we see Mechaber in your day and at Archaim. We see in the remote that place is also critical. And everybody knows, you know, you want to you make sure you learn that day, learn right after Shachas. Everybody knows this. You know, whether it's during the Zman, Zman, vacation time, not vacation time, you start off your day with learning, then you learn that day. If you didn't start off with learning and you'll learn later, you never learn later because later never comes. That's the whole idea of kviyas ace, being kviyas eatim. And I as well, before mincha, after mayru, before you go to sleep, after you go to sleep, there has to be a time that's fixed, that's set on the zager. This is when I learn. And again, the mechaber is paskening that l'chobox, every single Jew has to have a kviyas, not just in the morning, but also in the evening. What do you do with that time? So this also we have the birkei yosef that says, it's not just about finding something that I enjoy. Every year really has to have a plan. Every year has to have a plan so go through Kola Tarakula. There's got to be a plan. It's, it's got, every yid has to have a plan. So it's not just that, well, I enjoy Hasidus. So I'll, I'll learn Hasidus then. No, Hasidus is also part of Torah. When, when you do Hasidus, I, I enjoy Halacha. So I'm going to do spending all my spare time on Halacha. Halacha is great, but when you're learning Gemara, when you're learning Mishnais, when you're learning through Chumash, it is intimidating. Is it overwhelming? It is a little overwhelming. But with a plan, Rabbi Yisai, it is attainable. So it's not just about being kaveh itim. Again, the Nesek Kalim that we saw talk about that you can't just learn piske halachas is the Birke Yosef. You have to have a master plan to go through kol ha And again, it's very intimidating, overwhelming, but if a person makes a plan, then he can do it. He can do it. Daf Yomi, we have Daf Yomi. We have so many options for Daf Yomi here in our neighborhood. We, uh, you know, there's a Mishnah Yomis, Halacha Yomis, Shnei Halachas Bechol Yom, you're Muftach Ben Oilam Haba, because if you do it with constancy, on a daily basis, and it's a non-negotiable, then you, 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 you go places and you see things. Um, okay, we're going to get to Yisachar and Zvulun in a moment. We're going to wrap up with the Yisachar and Zvulun partnership that we saw in the Ramah. Um, maybe let's just do that now. Let's do that now, Yisachar and Zvulun. So the, Mecha- the Ramah says that um, someone is, uh, well, the Mechaber first tells us that what if, you know, a Kenish learning? You, you, you just don't know how to learn. You, you don't know 
Unfortunately, unfortunately, you never had the opportunity. Younger, you became from much later in life. You don't know what to do. Push it with the sefer, with the gemara, with 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 the mishnah brura. Mamish cannot learn. You should go to Aish. So that's 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 true. The mechaber says that at least support loim um, de Find people to support. So the truth is, Revelia bears one step ahead of the game over here of of. Uh, of, of um, the sugyo, the mechaber does talk about a phenomenon of someone who mamish can't learn, and so it's at least support people that are learning. Brevelyber is exactly correct, 100%. Nowadays, it's it's difficult to find someone that has this excuse that he can't learn, so he'll just write out checks to the to the kailim and support the yeshivas. We have so many, um, you know, programs, so many availabilities of partners in Torah. We have yeshivas, you know, take off take off a few weeks from your work. From your job and, and go 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 immerse yourself in learning, or even if you can't do that, there's so many opportunities, so many kailim, so many community kailim, who are ready and waiting and have time on their hands to make for any single yid to help him grow in his learning, to help him excel in his learning, to find someone that, that find something that that he is capable of learning. We don't really have you know um, much application for for this person. Um, who mamish can't learn, and, and therefore his chalik is just to support loim day It's hard to find a person who can say, uh, I, I'm excused from Talmud Torah. We, we have so many resources nowadays, so many opportunities, and it's hard to find such a thing. You know, generally these days, it's more of a cop-out, more of a cop-out, an excuse. You know, the person just doesn't want to invest in developing his own learning, much more than really a, a, a bona fide um, excuse. But the Mechaber's allowance of supporting Tam, uh, Chacham opens the door to this discussion of the Ramah. The Ramah says, um, mm-hmm. A person can um, make a partner, find a partner and say, you know, you'll support me and we'll divide the schar of the learning. And the Ramah makes it clear that that only works for the future but not retroactively. <laughs> I can't sell you uh, the, the half of the profits and learning that I did already, but we can make a partnership and you can support me and you'll get a chalik in my, in my, in my schar. And that's the famous idea of the Yisachar Zvulun partnership. The Yisachar, Smach Zvulun, Yisachar says it's a learned. Zvulun goes out and makes money and supports Yisachar and they split the profits. So just to, to address that briefly, how does that work? And what are the ramifications? So it happens to be, Rabbi Yisai, here the G'dayle Oilam are divided on how to understand the Yisachar Zvulun partnership, the Yisachar Zvulun arrangement, and it makes three, four, five nafkaminas in Halacha, how exactly it works. And the Birke Yosef already brings down the Mar over here, there's the Maram Al-Shakar, who is on one side, you have a, 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 a Beis Yosef on the other side, well, there's a lengthy Rav Moshe that talks about this, and basically, the commentaries and the Noisa Kalim are divided on the following matter. The Yisachar Zulun partnership, what, what, what is going on with that? Is it Mamash a partnership? Is it like a business deal? That Yisachar finds a Zavun to support him, and they make a shutfis, you'll support me, and, and I get something from you, you get something from me. I get, I, I get financial support, and you get a share in my learning. That's one approach. The Maram al-Shakar that the Yosef, that the of quotes actually has a different understanding. He says it's not a partnership, it's not a business arrangement. Rather, it's what? It's it's the fact that you have on your credit that you supported Tabatoyra, so that's a schus for you. 
You were someone who was sponsoring, supporting, facilitating learning. So you get schus and shemaim because you facilitated that. What? I, 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 I didn't mention the Ramah yet. Very good. Good eye. Good eye. Very good. That's right. Not a shutvis. Not a partnership. Excellent. Revelli Bear is picking up on, on, on Adik there. Good. But the two Mahalchem over here are is either it's a partnership or either it's Mamasha business or since you are, are facilitating, you're a sponsor of Torah. So in Shemayim, they say a sponsor also gets, gets, gets credit, right? He's, he's, he's a toymech. He, 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 he supports Tamid Chacham. He helps them learn. So that, that also gives you a schus, but not that you're a partner. Not that you're a partner, but you're, you're a sponsor, but not a partner. So these are two understandings. Is it a partnership or a sponsorship? And there's a, a tremendous, tremendous nafkaminas in this. One nafkamina is, first of all, um, am I allowed to choose who I want to enter this uh, partnership with? Or is it, is it maybe subject to Hilchus Tzedakah? In Hilchus Tzedakah, there's all kinds of, let's say I have money that I want to give to a yeshiva, money I want to give to a kailo, money I want to give to a kailo yungaman. So that's Tzedakah money. And Shulchan Aruch talks about what to do with Tzedakah money. Give it to this person, then this person, you give it to someone in your city, someone in your family, someone in your neighborhood, etc. And then someone in Yushalayim. There's halachas about what to do with Tzedakah money. So when I want to have this Yisachar Zvulun arrangement, am I allowed to choose on my own which Kailo Yungaman I'm going to support? Or do I have to work through the protocols of Hilchah Tzedakah. So if you say that this chayr that I get is just because I helped out a Tamad Chacham, so I should have to work through Hilchah Tzedakah. Who's the best Tamad Chacham support? Find that guy and, 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 and give him your money. I, I can't just choose on my own. Hilchah Tzedakah tells me how to decide. But if you say it's a partnership, a business, a business and, uh, a venture, so uh, there's nothing in the halach about how I choose my partnerships, my business ventures. I decide what, what, what I want to do with my investments. So I, I'll find the Tamad Chacham. I believe... You know, in Hilchah Zedakah, maybe he's a better investment, but I believe this is a guy, in terms of uh, his learning, this is where I want to put my money. So I'm allowed to choose and decide if it's, if it's a shutfis, I decide where the money's going to go. Another very interesting Shiloh. What if you find the Yisachar that you want to get half of his learning share? You want, you, you want to get a chalik in his learning. Okay? So you find that Yisachar. And you say, I want to be a Zvulun. Yisachar says, yeah, sure, no problem. I've been looking for the Zvulun. I'll be this Yisachar, you be the Zvulun. You'll give me the money and, I'll, and you'll get a chalik in my learning. You'll get schar and haba. What if this Yisachar, Yisachar fellow, the, the, the Kailu guy, doesn't really need your money? What if he is, is, is financially stable even without the Zavulin? What if he doesn't need the money? He's okay, he's making it. He gets by from month to month. He's, he's making bar mitzvahs, he's paying for his chasnas even. He doesn't really need the Zavulin. But the guy comes over and says, yeah, I see your mamish a phenomenal time chacham. I want to give you money and I want to chalik in your elam haba. Does it work or does it not work? So it's totally in these two approaches. If you say that the whole Yisachar Zvulun is not a shuvah, it's not a partnership, but it's a sponsorship like the Maram al-Shakar, that only works if you're really sponsoring something. If it's just, you know, giving a, bo- a bonus, giving him something extra, money that he doesn't really need, so how am I buying into his learning if he's learning without me anyway? It only, the is, it only works when he's learning as a result of me. I sponsor his learning, I facilitate his learning, so I get schar because of his learning. But if he's learning without me anyway, then, um, then, 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 then um, I, I'm not a sponsor. I'm not a sponsor. Whereas if you say it's a partnership, the partnership is a special idea that the Torah established that we make a partnership. I give you something, I get something back. So here's money and I get your learning. Even if he doesn't need the money, we entered, a, we entered into a business deal. Another nafkamina would be, what happens exactly to Yisachar's Elam Haba when he takes a Zavulan? 
Does Yisachar lose his Olam Haba? That half that Zvulun is getting, does it come off of Yisachar's Cheshven? So it's, this is very controversial. This is very controversial. And, and uh, Ramesha Feinstein says, yes, he does. There's an Orachayim HaKadosh, Alatayr, that says he doesn't. It's like a candle, like a flame. The flame doesn't get, it's not a nigger. Ramesha says, no, Avada, you lose, you lose if, if, you, if, it's a, if, if, if um, you're getting my schar, then it has to come from somewhere, right? Okay, yeah, but, but if, if, let's say he would make himself meshuga and figure out a way to learn, even without the zvulun, he would be getting twice as much schar. So um, does that happen? Does that not happen? So again, it's, it's totally in, the, in these two uh, approaches. If it's a shutfis, it's a partnership, then, then there's room to say that, like any shutfis, I get something, you get something. They're, 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 we split things down the middle. Um, and that's Mamash, what Ramesha says. Ramesha says, if you make a zvulun partnership, you are giving him half of your elam haba. Whereas if it's a sponsorship, you don't lose anything. You're helping me learn. I get all that full schar because I'm the one who's learning, so I get all that schar. You are enabling me to learn, so you get schar as an enabler, as a facilitator, as a sponsor. You get sponsorship schar, and I get learning schar. That's where we would have this idea. You don't even really need the muscle of the candle and the flame, but I get full schar because I'm sitting and learning, and you get full schar as a sponsor for, for, for facilitating that learning by, by making that learning possible. But the learning would not be... Um, my schar, rather, as, as, as the Yisachar, would not be detracted from. The Ramah himself, how does the Ramah hold? So it, it seems, oh, one more nafkamin would be, do you have to make a condition? Do you have to make some kind of stipulation? Do we have to make like a formal, uh, formal agreement? The Yisachar and Zuhun. Some even say you have to write a contract. You have these things called Yisachar Zuhun contracts. We write a star, right? So do you have to make a star, make a contract, make a, you know, shake hands on it, speak it out as a deal? Or if you like, you put, you put uh, $10,000 to my bank account every month and that works. So again, it's totally in these two thumbs. If you say it's a partnership, so there's no such thing as a partnership unless it was spoken out. We have to speak out the terms. We have to negotiate. We have to come up with a maskana and maybe even write up a contract. That's when it's a partnership. There's no partnership without, without the partnership being established. If it's a sponsorship, then we don't have to speak anything out. The fact that in Shemaim they see that the, that the Yisachar can only learn because of the Zvulun, so the Zvulun gets hired for that. He put... $10,000 in his bank account every single month. See, it's in, in Shemaim, they say, oh, Zvulun, because of you, this guy, you know, was able to learn. You get Schar as a sponsor. They look at you, oh, you're sitting and learning every month. You get Schar as a loymid. You don't need to, 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 to make any kind of a deal. The Ramah seems to be very clearly going, like Revelia Bear is pointing out, on the side of spa, uh, partnership, which is how Ramah understands it as well. Says the, the Ramah, Yochalam lahasnois, first of all, he says lahasnois. You can stipulate. So you have to make a deal. You got to make a deal. It's not good enough for him just to be giving you money every month. And make it sound like they're mamish dividing the schar. So if we're dividing the schar, it means Zavun's getting half the schar, but that, that half came from somewhere, came off of Yisachar's cheshven. And one last nafkamina would be, you know, is this a recommended practice or not? Again, the paiskim are divided over here. Some paiskim say, this is like a shasatcha kind of thing. A prison should try to avoid this at all costs. Making a Yisachar Zvulun partnership. Others say, no, what's the problem? You're being Mazaka Zavulun. It, again, it's totally in these two stardom. If it's just a sponsorship, there's no reason not to let someone sponsor you. You're not losing anything. If it's a partnership and we go with, with, with the plain Mashmais of the Ramah and how the Ramah takes on in Halacha that you're losing, you're losing your Elam Haba, you know, you want to avoid that at all costs. Elam Haba is not something we take lightly. Elam Haba is not something you want to be flippant about. One should try to avoid this. So the bottom line is, these are the two ways of understanding. The Yisachar Zavulin partnership, um, it is a uh, it is a um, 
you know, it's out there, the concept is out there. But again, it is something not to be so, so uh, casual about, not so flippant about. It is something to, if a person doesn't need to do it, there are very good reasons to try avoiding it, as Ramesha writes. Um, but as Ravelia Bear is pointing out, certainly if you, if that's the only way a person is going to be able to sit and learn is by entering the Yisachar Zavun partnership. Certainly half of the schar is better than no schar, and that would be you know, the right way of putting this in perspective. If someone can learn without the Yisachar Zavun partnership, and someone wants to help sponsor, you know, I received, a, I heard once a big Yisoyed from my Rebbeim. Um, Yisoyed Gadol I heard from one of my Rebbeim years and years and years ago. He, he told me, you'll never have too much money. No such thing as having too much money. I don't know if he was talking to me, if he was talking to people that are in, in, in learning in general, or he's talking to, you know, people, you know, maybe talking to himself. But, you know, a person, a kind of guy who's getting by month by month, um, it's okay to have a little bit of a buffer to be a little bit more comfortable. There's no such thing as having too much money. Someone wants to come and say, you know, I want to I wanna support your learning. Givaldic, you know, say thank you very much. Or a person, things are tight, he wants to support your learning. Thank you very much. But it's Kadai, maybe if, if he's happy and amenable to not making it mamish, Yisachar Zuhun, partnership with the Shutas, writing up a contract to take it as a sponsorship, he'll still get schar, and, and you still get schar. That's, that is the best way of doing this to, uh, you know, make sure we, we, we protect and preserve our Olam Haba, which is, that's our greatest commodity. And, uh, okay, everyone should be well. Have a wonderful week. Thank you all for joining.